NCRP Productions presents Fantasy Flight's Star Wars RPG, Season 2, Episode 11. Hello, and welcome to the table in a galaxy far, far away. I'll be your DM tonight, David, and today we are playing Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars. All three of its books, which is Edge of Empire, Age of Rebellion, and Force and Destiny as one complete game. Let's meet our players, starting with our left. Hello, this is Josh. I'm playing Locke, the Zabrak, Iridonian Zabrak, Bounty Hunter Gadgeteer. Hi, this is Barry. I am running Grist, the Sentinel, the... Wow, you're killing me, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running Grist, the Squib, Shadow Sentinel. Hi, this is Ty. I'm playing Victus Ventala, the Twi'lek Mystic Makashi Duelist. And I'm Jessica. I'll be playing Jimothy, the Jawa Demolitionist. Nice. Beautiful. I'm glad it was a 50-50 there, guys. Yeah. I'm not the only one who screws up some of these times. No. <laughs> I never screw up, but I, then again, I also edit everything. So. I, I was planning on doing it where I switched everything one name over, so it wouldn't be the Age of Empire. It would be the Age of Destiny. Oh, nice. <laughs> the Force and Rebellion and... And now you yeah. can't do it. And now I can't because... The guys, I don't perform well on spot, all right? Let's just... It's a um, weird, weird comment from a GM. It's okay, guys. <laughs> That's all you do is perform on the spot. Nope, nope. I am one of those few GMs who totally details everything. I have two books of responded S- quick quotes. I'm the same way. High five. <laughs> I'm not, actually. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I apologize. I like that you could even bring yourself to give the high five. Seriously? I, I, I didn't you earn it. I didn't, I didn't earn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to lie and have to give back the high five. <laughs> So, as the start of every session, we want to roll our Force Destiny dice to see how is the Destiny points today. That is the white D12. Let's see what our players got, starting from our left. One dark side point. Mm. Barry got two dark side points, and I got one dark side point. I got one light side point. So we have four dark, one light. Uh, And guess what? We don't have to switch over that last one to dark because I'm not evil anymore. uh, Are we going to explain that a little bit now, Dave? You know what? Yeah, we will kind of talk about this. So in our last session, you know, experience and points were rewarded. And we'll go a little bit before we get into this next, you know, this next arc. So, Victus. Over the time of studying your tomes, your experience from this previous mission, during that downtime, you begin to notice a change in yourself. You're beginning to develop an understanding. (laughs) whether, Whether it starts as a small seed and grows into a mighty tree, or however Victus would see that, something begins to change. What does that look like and feel like to Victus? Well, I mean, last arc, he encountered... uh Grazakrut, and uh, Grazakrut was someone from his uh, backstory, and, uh, you know, Victus actually managed to kind of reject his feelings of hate as far as, you know, Graz's advice as in to embrace it, and he kind of grew from that a little bit, and uh, grew beyond that, because his only source of power was his anger, um, because that's all he knew. Mm -hmm. Um, For the first time, he kind of, he saw kind of his reflection, in a way, Mm -hmm. and didn't like what he saw. And Mm -hmm. so there's definitely some turmoil going on. I mean, he's not a good guy by any means yet. I mean, anything yep. can happen at this point. This is an ever-evolving character, right? I don't mm-hmm. know where he's going. It's growing like a plant. Wherever he goes, he goes. Yep. But as of right now, he's 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 strayed. The plant has grown towards the light a little bit. Yep. Just a little bit. Just a little. Hey, no, I completely agree. I appreciate it. And that's what kind of we were seeing in the previous session when you were using your downtime, trying out these different ideologies and seeing yeah. how they work. Yep beautiful and th- my meditations have proved uh fortuitous because uh not fortuitous have proved beneficial because my xp that i've spent has grown my psychic or my force powers not psychic powers whoops wrong universe telekinetic powers <coughs> it's force telekinesis it's the same thing it's telekinesis kyle uh, <laughs> mind bullets but sadly just like anything in the force there's always balance as one moves towards the light someone else tended to move towards the dark yeah. <laughs> Everyone's looking at me. Why, Grist? Grist, you, you tell us, Grist. You, you. I have no idea. You, you started to reach out. You used your primal instinct and your uh, your survival instincts, and you touched another being in a way that you haven't experienced before. You felt its fear, its anger. 
Keep it, keep it professional, guys. I, the, I do not as, remember as, any as of you, this. As you reach out your force hand, you touched his supple force back. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get the doll. <laughs> Where did he force grab you? I think he's referring to you uh, interfacing with Graz. Yeah. Remember, you, you reached out and felt his... You used your darkness because you wanted to understand who this man on the ship was. Mm-hmm. And that left quite a mark on you. Okay. Um, that experiencing the trauma he experienced so vividly has kind of, you know, left you in this state. Not to say that you have gone dark or evil, but how do you think Grist would be handling that? What would that look like? Hmm. I'm not really sure. Uh, Are you more testy on the ship? Are you getting angry? No! When no! Why do you say that? Because you yelled at me yesterday. <laughs> I was just trying to tighten the nut on this thing and on this pipe, and then suddenly you jump down my throat, so I'm just... Maybe that's it. Maybe maybe I'm getting short. Maybe I'm getting frustrated. Are I mean, you, I, are you, well, you're always short. Well, I... <laughs> See, it's comments like that. No, I, I, I feel I feel like I have to do everything. I mean, I'm the captain. I'm the medic. Most of the time, I'm doing all the repairs. I've been flying the ship. So you're spread pretty thin. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That that's it. That's why I'm going to the dark side. I'm thin. Guys, guys, let's just call it what it is. He's not reaching towards the dark side. He's just burnt out. Yeah. That's all it is. He we, experiences... we all reach to the dark side when we're burnt out here and there. So. Right, and I haven't taken up a habit that helps with that. Besides daily spa trips. Right, well, <laughs> I'm learning those. Yeah. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. All right. So, as we've, as your team has finished their downtime, we begin deep in space, moving towards your Black Sun's base. In an ever-growing galaxy, power remains constant. Who wields that power changes like the stars. Burning bright one moment, and snuffed out the next. In an ever-shifting torrent, the smallest action can have disastrous or splendorous, spectacular outcomes. Wow, had a little Wonka moment there. Splendiferous! Ignorance is not an excuse for interference, and curiosity kills the Tuka Cat. What may have been a simple act of wonder can later change the course of the galaxy forever. Uh, for those who don't know Tatuka Cat, it's the actual main species of the Loth Cat. You oh, see, yeah, interesting. So everything I else like is Loth a subspecies. Yeah, they're very cute. Loth cats are just called Loth cats on every planet. So yes. that's really kind of dumb, but you know, it's a thing. Yeah. It's really easy to recycle CG assets. So yeah. they just yeah. Oh yeah, loft cats are on this world too. Uh. <laughs> well, that's how you repopulate these dead planets. Yeah, after they, they just get... release massive just drop ships filled with millions of loft cats. <laughs> so at this <laughs> I mean essentially, yeah, that's what you know, one of the games was you dropped off Gizax or whatever onto a planet. Right. Hey guys, we built a whole bunch of tadpoles, it's fine. The ecosystem's gonna be great. Isn't that nice for a little Republic two? drop off a bunch of aliens. It's in one, yeah, yeah. in two. Uh, in two, there's the, rec- the uh, yeah. recolonization of the world. Yes, yes. Anyway. You are correct. So, as we've entered into the Black Sun asteroid, you guys remember that you've used your downtime, and you've heard over the intercom that you are being called to speak to Commander Talon in the new command post. So, as far as, you know, we've earned our place in this society. Is it possible that over the past few weeks, I have robes that reflect my allegiance with the Black Sun? Like black robes with oh, yellow yeah. gold trim and a Black Sun logo on the back? That is absolutely something that can be. Your advancement was going to be brought up, but oh, yes. Okay. If, if, you, if, you, if you're saving something, then I'll wait. No, essentially that's a great thing to describe, so now we know what that looks yeah. like. Yeah. As essentially, I like the we, idea of being uniform. No, absolutely. And Victus needs some new clothes. His are starting to stink. Well, oh, I mean, you question. try sleeping in the same clothes for 45 years. Question, is your bandages, are they the same bandages you have, or have you I been getting... I replace them regularly, but I've, I've never... They're worked. still wrapped. It's still wrapped. I haven't... I have not taking them off. I mean, okay. like, no one's seen me. You, you essentially go get bandages and yes. then take care and of them And I yourself. wash them. So. Yeah. No, and you're more bandaged now than when we started. Mm-hmm. Something's going on well. if somebody's following. I mean, if someone were following, they would note that, yeah, at one point, particularly the past few weeks in-game, I my, it was more bandaged up around my neck and upper torso. But as of now, as we all meet up in the hallway outside this office, you're going to notice that those same bandages that were around my neck are not there anymore. The ones that are on my arm are, but the ones that had 
grown, like, or spread, the bandages are not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You guys have noticed, of course, over the time that people have treated you differently. Whether anything formal has been done, you haven't known, but you just know you're kind of the talk of the station. Yeah, no, I'm telling lots of stories around the table at the bar. Yeah. I'm telling people drinks, around the mostly. spot. Did you guys yeah. hear that time yeah. we dropped that nuke off for the crime organization? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's more than a <laughs> Yeah, the planet killer? It's a planet uh, cracker. In yeah. all fairness, Grisp would not talk up specifics. Mm-hmm. I don't know if other people do, but he would not talk, talk up specifics yet. There's been nothing, at least that, that I feel he's learned that would make him want to take, you know, that the ability to say, well, I'm, we did this. You know, they talk about it, I can say I was involved, that kind of thing, and, and I will talk about generally, but not in the specifics. Yeah. So you would stick more to like, hey, this was like a fight we were in? This I can was a mission, that, you know, it's, that's all it was. Gotcha. But it's, it's not not me feigning for that that the accolades I really don't think of it that way it was the job we had no choice and on our side of it looking behind the curtain we did everything wrong I mean we, we you know we made mistake after mistake and got out of it thank God so not everything well not everything the things I did wrong? pretty much I was thinking about you guys versus me oh I see but well, yeah I would I wouldn't be I wouldn't be touting the things I did without a doubt I would not be touting those. there's not a whole lot to tell Okay. What about what about Jimothy? Jimothy would love to describe in intricate detail to anyone who will listen. Yeah. All about the bombs. Nobody, nobody speaks Jawa. And the Jawa. JL12F. <laughs> he doesn't really care about the accolades necessarily. He just wants to, to talk shop. Share, share the enjoyment of the big booms. Yeah. You like big booms? I like big yeah. booms. It was, big this was a boom. big one. Big bada boom. I imagine Jimothy like would come up to like a counter like where people are drinking, and it's that like seat where like two men just stare at each other, and you're like, "Are you a man of culture? <laughs> <laughs> Do you like grenades? Do you like explosives or booms? <laughs> Which one would you identify as?" And someone's like, uh, "I'm more of a firearm," and you're like, "Get out! Get off this table!" <laughs> All right, yeah. So you guys have been noticing this as you're getting called in. You notice that for the last few days. There's been some, like, weird talk on the station. There's the sense that there's clearly someone important has arrived, but no one really wants to talk about it, but everyone seems a little bit on edge, right? So as you come into this new command station, the door opens up, very similar to what you see, and it looks like they pretty much upended this and moved it into this new room where there's the hollow tables, the comms, and the computers processing uh, tons of data. The difference in this room is that it's much larger. The tables are further apart, like farther apart. So you guys have a little bit more privacy when you're at your hollow table with your commander. You can see some other people like getting logistics of their missions in the distance. You can see some of the other units and crews are doing, you know, what looks like maybe smuggling runs or, you know, strafing attacks uh, as they're kind of like planning out like, hey, here's the orbital swing we'll take. Commander Talon is sitting there in her blackened outfit with the silver van braces and armor added to it. As she's looking at the table, she seems even though she always has this kind of monotone face, she seems even more deep in thought. And as she hears you approaching, she looks up at you. Is there anything in particular that you guys want to do? Talk Commander about? Talon? This is a table for all of us? There's yeah, enough yeah. chairs so, for all of us? So. Yeah, essentially, okay. yeah. There's there's these new chairs instead of just yeah. this standing just space. As she seems to stand at her front part, essentially where like we are at the table. Victus. Locke. Grist. Jimothy. She takes that second pause. Great work on the last assignment. Well, thank you. You are proving yourselves useful to the Black Sun. Your success has earned you all a rank up in the organization. Congratulations on becoming Blades of the Black Sun. Well, that's the rank race? As she does, she puts down this small little like silver case and like taps it and you hear that open like a locket and you see inside is a silvered like dagger embedded on each of them there are four as she pulls one out she walks up to jimothy first and pins it to your chest my Um, ears go down and then she goes through and does it to each of you 
I expected to be first. I'm the captain. So, yeah, I mean, that's. I'm not going to say anything. It's just my ears are going to definitely drop when I'm not the first one with it pinned on. Rati Grist, she saved best for last. Where'd you second? I was third. (laughs) (laughs) So that that just makes me even more confused as I watch her put it on lock. (laughs) I tried. (laughs) With this advancement comes certain privileges. Ooh. As part of becoming Blades, our trust from the organization in you has deepened. This is reflected in a personalized crew quarters for your entire crew. You are no longer going to be barracks or housed in the barracks. Your crew now has its own quarters. Uh, question. Are those quarters closer to the spa or farther from the spa than where we're currently staying? They are farther from the spa. <sighs> Kick grist under the table. What? Second... When visiting the Quartermaster, you now have access to new armaments and equipment. I'm looking at Locke. <laughs> a increase in priority for requisitions of outside sourced arms and armaments. As well as access to new and more in-depth jobs that have higher payouts. You, of course, will all receive armaments, meaning equipment, clothes, and gear to reflect your position in the Black Sun. You may personalize that, as you see. However, the primary armaments must contain our insignia. Presently, Grist is not wearing anything. Well, he now has the blade on him, but he is not wearing anything that is Black Sun that I can remember. Mm -hmm. I don't think only Locke is wearing something with it. Is anyone else wearing anything? Besides that's what I just messaged to... Uh, me- I can't speak are, right now. Are we messaging things? Sorry, no, me- message. What I just spoke to David about was yeah. wearing uh, the robes that have the Black Sun iconography on them. Okay. So, so I would, two. I'm not sure if that has happened before or after this meeting. Uh, essentially what happens is when you, if you are to return to your quarters, you have a, you all have a foot locker cool. and a set of beds. So, so I'm um, not currently wearing it, no. Okay. New cosmetics unlocked. <laughs> so, so uh, question. Of course. <laughs> Put up my hand. Uh, so the the blade, and I'm touching the mm-hmm. the symbol. That needs to be worn when we walk around the facility here. In your casual clothes, it should be worn to designate to the new initiates. You're standing in the organization. However, okay. your armaments will have the decorated marks to indicate your rank. So somewhere on your armor, again, back at your foot lockers, will have some type of insignia with that blade somewhere on your armor to indicate. Ah, and so I've heard in my travels some, uh, I'll use the word disparaging remarks when it comes to the Black Sun. Uh, are we expected to wear it all that what? Are we expected to wear it all that what, Jimothy? <clears throat> Commander Natural Talon has, has just been watching you, and she can, like, out of the side of her eye, see what's going on. So I stopped talking, and I'm just kind of staring at Jimothy. Uh, what Rachi Grist mean to say is if mission is uh, clandestine, do we still need to wear uniforms? That was exactly what I was going to say! Alternative equipment and armaments will be provided. But with the symbol-y things? For the sake of the agents, are you, your welfare is our concern. So, is that a no? For clandestine missions, stealth is preferred. Our equipments and armament provided to you will not bear our insignia. Phew. Okay. Okay. The other thing to be advised of is that as you have advanced, you have earned some clout with this organization. It means that you begin to, uh, you can now begin to ask favors in return. Oh, I look right at Locke. And I'm, I'm, I'm putting up six fingers. <laughs> I'm confused. What I am saying, are you talking about confused about uh, oh yeah, no yeah. I'm I'm just I look at Grist and I raise a brow. 
obviously confused. I'm putting my the six yeah. fingers towards you and pulling them back. Please continue, Captain Talon. This is unmature of them. Understood. Again, the Vigo is pleased with your work and has a new assignment ready for you. A high-value agent has recently boarded our station, seeking aid to the mutual, uh, the mutual benefaction of our two agencies. That's what everyone's talking about. Okay. Who is he? She puts up one finger to stop in silence. The Vigo is requesting your team personally for this assignment. You are to aid the agent in his task and ensure his success, his success and his duty. You are to make sure no harm comes to this agent. Are we clear? Crystal. Yes. Yes. Crew, are you clear? Everyone's got that? I have it, yes. Mm -hmm. yep. Understood. If you are to meet this agent, or you are to meet this agent down in Hangar Bay 2. Uh, now? You will have time to go ready yourselves for mission. You will have time then to meet with the agent, discuss the plan of operation, and the details therein. Is this a clandestine mission? <laughs> this is not a clandestine mission. Ah, this, however, okay. does have extreme discretion added to this mission. Is that clandestine? No, it's not. Thank you for your time. Of course. So wait, so we gotta wear the symbol or not? I just shake my head and can't walk out. Are there any other so questions wait, as, Victus, as wait. Victus I'm, I'm following out. Victus. Wait, wait, so are we supposed to wear the symbol or not? I, I, I do not even acknowledge the pesky man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Locke, Timothy, what would you guys be doing? I'm gonna finish my drink and I will just kind of sit there quietly. I'm going to check to see if the new robe has extra pockets. Yep. I need a lot of pockets. So you're heading back to go check on yeah. your equipment. So your Jawa outfit, as we all know, Jawas kind of wear that little hoodie-like mm -hmm. robe. This one you can see is done with a not quite black, but like a, like a blackish going to gray almost uh, tone. And it's accentuated with that original robe color, that reddish tinge around that like sand color around is like a belt and as the hooded like hole like engraved you can see the uh, symbol of the black sun emblazoned in silver of course over the heart with the blade immediately under it very cool so I guess I get to counting the pockets and make excited Jawa noises if there are enough <laughs> essentially just like anything people who aren't Jawa, it's, they think it's a lot of pockets, but for other species, it may be a lot of pockets, but it's not enough for Jawa. It's never enough this pockets. is clear. You're clearly going to have to do some work and really make this, this thing fit to your needs. <laughs> Yet <a> uh, <laughs> nice. Beautiful. And a pocket or two. All right. So Locke, you just finished drinking. What's I just, your yeah. Point? I just kind of shrug towards Commander Talon and just finished my beer that were that was bought for me previously from another squad for regaling our stories of our last adventure she takes a moment as she like kind of begins just looking through data and then she actually stops may i ask an inquiry of you lock shoot i have heard amongst the crew that you have been sending packages out may i ask what is the nature of your correspondent is that out of the ordinary here to send packages from the station? It is not out of the ordinary. Uh, correspondence, mail, and packages are delivered quite frequently. Yeah, the issue okay. is that you are sending an assortment of armaments and money. Is there a business that the organization needs to be oh. concerned about? Oh, oh, I see. I see what you're where you're coming from, and absolutely not. You have nothing to worry about. This is strictly a philanthropic. Uh, adventure that I have going on for helping my home. Ah. Trust me, these weaponry this weaponry will only be used for Zabrak on Zabrak violence site, I assume. Thank you for the clarification. I myself do not remember my home planet. I've always grown up with the Black Sun. But I know that the yearning to go back home, as some species have referred to it is a driving force 
Well, you know, I can I can understand that, but let's be very clear here. You know, sending packages back is something that keeps me from having to go home. In a way, it alleviates such yearning, if you will. So, if anything, uh, these shipments are um, helping me avoid that. Mm. She continues, like, she hasn't looked at you. She's just been typing away at this. I'm very, yeah. Sitting very casually, just kind of sipping, looking around the tavern bar and whatever they call it. Cantina. The cantina. Yeah. Essentially, yeah, it's just that you probably don't find it awkward, or maybe you do. She doesn't really make great talk. She spends most of her time working, and it's broken between, like, minutes while you kind of slow drink. Just kind of, like, asking, like... You know, does yes. the nature of a bounty hunter fit well with this organization? It's profitable, you know. I mean, ultimately, we're all looking for a payday, and they come rather, rather quickly and uh, reliably here. So that's something that's appreciated. And yeah, I won't like I. You know, I am curious what caused her to ask, but I'm not going to make a big deal about it at all. Like I just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, move on from that topic of conversation and just assume that you know at least she was willing to tip her hand that you know they they know what i'm up to so you know maybe i'll just kind of keep that in mind in the future okay all right now what about victus and gris what are you two up to i'm going back to our new quarters Mm -hmm. to grab my supplies and i'm heading the cargo bay too and i'm following victus all right, so you two... I'm still waiting for him to answer, but I'm not pestering him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, you two walk in first. Jimothy will join a little bit after. You guys see that your room is a fair-sized room. It's you know closer to what you've seen on the ship. Except it's not separate compartments. You have essentially a dorm room, a communal common area that has a table in the center, what looks like a bench and chair with what looks like a vid screen on the like top left side. Uh, and then on the left and right side from the entry door are the two bunk beds on each side. You can see that your lock foot lockers are kind of placed in front. There are two bunk beds. Yeah, so there's... Oh, I will definitely grab a top bunk. Right. I was just tell Victus, I think I'm going to go at my bunk first. I'm not even, I'm just still just looking at my <laughs> stuff. I'm, I'm my new clothes, I'm putting them on. You can see that inside your room, there's also a door to your left, which is the refresher as you go in. So you guys have your own. And then you can see that there's enough space that you guys, if you needed to like customize or put out, you could probably maybe put a workbench or some type mm. of like... You, you can you have space to help this room fit the needs of your crew. It may not be the best thing, but it's something if, you know, you needed time or, like, you don't have a lot of time, you can do quickly here. So I'm going to root around in the bed, end up pulling, like, the covers off and mm-hmm. moving the pillows around and get my scent in it, rubbing <laughs> pretty much all of me on all of it, and then I will climb down and go check out the footlocker. Excellent. All right. Your footlocker containing... Chris, tell me again what you normally wear. How does how do our viewers see you? Actually, normally they will see me much like the picture that you see on YouTube. Yeah. So I wear I wear boots pretty much close to the knees, basically the heavier kind of hiking boot stuff. And then where is that page? I guess I didn't do all of my conversion. Hang on one second. I have a new character sheet and it's in color, but I don't think I wrote everything down from the old one. Oh, yeah, right. It's still got it as heavy clothing. So somewhere I know that I got a... There it is. I have the, the load-bearing harness that I wear <clears throat> over it. So that's kind of... I, I envision that harness kind of as... You know, like power suspenders, that kind of thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I see it. I see it as basically yeah. that, that you know works from the hips to the tops of the shoulders, giving more, giving me more rigidity, so I can carry more in that way. So I wear that over my standard clothing. But I've got basically heavy clothing, and I've got fur, so not everything is covered. Understood. When you open your Footlocker, you can see I that have no armor presently. Yes. As you open it, you can see that. They try to accommodate for, of course, the need of your species, that it's a furred species. Essentially what they did is they've given you boots, a set of essentially like parachute pants to help give you that like breathing room Mm -hmm. for your fur, and then a not quite nylon. The material is hard to like 
feel, but they gave you this kind of harness that goes, think of like a bandolier or like some of those military harnesses that have the two straps and then like the center weight that allows you can see there's clasps so you can like either hang things on lanterns or add like multiple parts if you needed to adjust it. Is it better? All right, metagaming it, is it better than the harness that I have? No, same. Uh, essentially for what this would look like is they've reskinned. You got in a cosmetic look right. on your equipment. So if it if it's not better, I've already worn this. I've, mm -hmm. I've it fits me. It's comfortable. It mm -hmm. doesn't chafe. I'm not changing. I, I look and I go, ha, cute. Yep. Throw that back into the the locker. Hey, it's always good to have a spare. Are the boots stronger, tougher? Essentially Steel the. Toed. Steel-toed, um, shanks in the front end. No. What it is, <laughs> though, is made It's made from a nicer Ronto leather. It's a little bit sturdier. You know from the boots that you have, they're well-worn. Um, these ones are a little bit sturdier, and they inlined it with a nice little, some type of fur, and you haven't quite figured out what that like. All right, it's not squib fur. It's not squib fur. <laughs> you, you know from your own species it's not right. squib fur. So, I'll, you know, my, I've got my hands, I'll rub it inside the boot mm -hmm. and around the boot, and then kind of rub my hand back and forth inside and uh, stick my nose in it. And I'm going to change. I'm going to put the boots on. Now, okay. are the boots emblazoned with the... The boots do have on the outside of the boots, the left and right, the, the Black Sun sigil. Ha! Victus, what do you think about these? I mean, they, they kind of look silly with these on here. <sighs> left boot, right boot. Left boot is theirs, right boot is mine. Which which looks better on me. It's like a black and then a brown but dirty <laughs> right. boot. I just shrug and throw my rutsack on and just walk it. <laughs> but wait, how am I going to... Remember, Jimothy's like... Yep, exactly. Jimothy. Well, now the Victus is gone. So, Jimothy, you being a connoisseur of, of fine clothing, so... I don't even know if you wear boots, but what do you think? <laughs> left boot, right boot. Left boot is theirs, right boot is mine. You, you. Yeah, I agree. So, leaving the boots behind as well. I, I, I gotta ask also, so, Jimothy, do you change into your, your new Jawa outfit provided by the Black Sun, or do you, like, I imagine Jimothy pulls the new cloak on top, and then somehow, magically, the old cloak gets thrown out the armhole. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Yeah. I just want to know. No one's like, seen a naked I was like, Jawa. do I have to describe a naked Jawa? <laughs> Not yet. Nope. Thank you. Thank no you for saying describe it. <laughs> exactly. I just awesome. know they're hairy. That's what the Mandalorian And, and if, if Jimothy did change in front of me, I wouldn't know because I'm still yeah. messing with what's in the trunk. Or what else is in the trunk? Essentially, what they have is just, beside your clothes loadout, it's just another, every one of them contains a pretty much a, a duplicate of your pistol, your your pistol firearm. But it all is emblazoned with the it's, black sun. Well, yeah, it's essentially it's just you got NASCAR. Um, so, honestly, the weapons I don't think I'd have an issue with. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't think about although me as the player, I'm definitely thinking about all kinds of stories I could tell for why I have them. As the character, I don't think that would bother him. So, I will have I will definitely have all of those. I'll right. take all of all of the other stuff, but I'm not wearing. Basically, I'm not going to wear any of their clothing because okay. it just it just doesn't feel right. I, I'm worried about chafing. I've got all this stuff worked out already to where it doesn't. So, all right. So as you guys have finished up dressing, where are you guys going to go? What are you going to do? We were supposed to go down to the cargo bay two. Yep. Yeah. So as soon as I, hangar bay two. Mm -hmm. Um. So as soon as we are, I, so we, I'm not we. Yep. As soon as I am done, I'm not leaving until Locke gets here, but then I will probably head out. Locke, how long are you going to kind of sit? Just, and yeah, just long enough to finish my beer and mm -hmm. make pleasantries, and then we'll, I'll head back to the room. All right. Essentially, you come in as Victus is leaving, and Jimothy is... I'm going to stop Locke and be like, careful, he's on one. <laughs> so is it evident that that they left the, the last bunk to be the one below Grist? <laughs> right, did Jimothy, did what, Jimothy what bunk did you pick? I probably picked the opposite one from so, Gris. So I imagine like Gris climbed like the top left one. Victus went top right, bottom right. Uh, what? Which one did he do? Top left, let's say. Bottom right. Yeah. Okay, I'll so be right. The yeah. Top one. We'll be top. So, I love how we have the small ones on top. So it's I good stacking. Bunk pants already humiliated. <laughs> I do too. Agreed. Hey yeah. guys, welcome to welcome to poor welcome to recently renovated uh, apartment space. Right. So Locke just kind of walks in and looks at the open bunk, realizing that he's got the bunk below Gris, and kind of just shrugs, thinking that that would probably be the way things worked out. <laughs> and then he just kind of takes a takes a whiff of 
Griff's odor on the bed and just or uh, I had Griff's pee on no, it. You, you rubbed <laughs> your you, you rolled all around. Yes. I, I <laughs> rubbed all. It kind of it kind of reminds him of some of the wildlife on Iridonia, and he just kind of shrugs. You know, no big thing for him. And kind of rodent. Guys, yeah. The first thing we're getting is a little mouser uh, Febreze unit just rolling yeah. around. <laughs> what the hell's that noise? Yeah. <laughs> ah, what does that smell? Like you don't have to pee on it to make it stink, Griff. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, you know, I just kind of throw my leftover, whatever I was carrying around the station that day that gotcha. maybe not won't be needed for the mission. I'll I'll toss that on the bunk and get ready. And I, are did you look at your trunk? I mean, I already ha- I I already have black sun gear. What is what would be in my trunk? I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff in my trunk. You can have it if you want. By the way, I'll kick, kick it's all the, like spread around the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like you throw it out over your shoulders, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. When I was done with the things I wasn't wearing, I did throw them back yeah, into the. He didn't trunk. place Sometimes them back. He just, I just threw them back them in. in. A change of clothes could do you wonders, Chris. I don't think you. Should. What? No, no. He changed into the clothes because there's no insignia for that. Okay. He didn't change into any of the. Okay. I'm call it okay. armor. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, you never know when you're. You never know when your utility belt will need replacement. Right. I'll, I'll check my I'll check my trunk, but I'm not really. Essentially, they just have a, a secondary set of your equipment, and then they have what looks like to be another oh. ammo refill. Uh, so you have a crate of ammo for our box cool. of ammo for your yeah, yeah. your multiple I have a, weapons. I have a uh, hoard of ammo so far that I've been collecting. Yeah. Several spear reloads, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't imagine I'll need any more of this ammo, but maybe on the next mission. So. It is good to know that I have a backup, though, and now I can... This particular set of gear is, has served me well these last couple of missions, so I'm just going to not break the habit there. Don't test fate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. So the rest of you will kind of take a moment, and then are you going to head down to Hangar Bay 2? Yeah. All right. I, I will wait for the rest of my crew to be done, and then... Right. Excellent. <clears throat> so, Victus, you're, you've already left and headed down... You've walked past everyone and are making your way in. You know that Hangar Bay 2 tends to be, you know, like essentially just kind of like a smuggler's drop-off. It tends to be like the kind of in and outgoing cargo crate. So it's weird to be like, why are we meeting here? What's going on? As the elevator, sorry, as the turbo lift opens up, you can see, of course, like anything, that beautiful Hangar Bay and that blue shield keeping the vacuum of space out. The difference in here is, yes, there's still kind of a large transport crate, or transport ship, with the few, like, boxes stacked against the walls. But the thing that you do notice is there appears to be some type of well-used A-wing left on here. That's not a typical model. Um, And you you see a, a figure kind of, like, leaning over inside to the cockpit, like, fiddling with things. This thing, this ship looks well worn. It looks appears as though that like some things have been changed. There's patched parts. Can you give me a perception check? Absolutely. Uh, While this he's giving that, there is something else we didn't get to do at yes. the beginning, and I forgot. And it's important for me because I went somewhere. Yep. We have a we have a starting morality and all of those. Mm-hmm. Where am I at now? Uh, so your morality would have decreased by oh. ten. And we so joked I'm at about 35. That, but is that yeah. is that in any way noticeable? What is is that noticeable in any way in your demeanor? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. You, we what we were that, talking about that, that is that yeah. is it. I have been. I've been snippy. I've been Okay, so you have okay. that all that one all is success, oh, one threat. Been real. One success, one threat. So, Victus, as you enter the besides that the ship is is damaged and clearly like been modified and repair, the biggest thing that you see is a symbol emblazoned, of course, on the front of that A-wing. You can recognize it from your more kind of recent years. It is the symbol of the Galactic Union. Mm. So, where you guys are syndicates, this is the the people trying to be the new modern republic. Right, these are the remnants. Yeah, the... And it, it looks like it's an old A-wing. It, it's an old A-wing. Painted up to be with the Galactic Union. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to saunter over to this guy. Uh, what is he? So as you kind of begin to move up, the individual, like, it's kind of hard because their body's, like, in their cockpit as they... But are they, like, like gargantuan and scale? No, no, no. This this looks humanoid, maybe a little smaller. You can't quite tell if it's female, male. Okay. Um, as you approach, you can see them, like, lean back. As they do, you can see that they were wearing essentially those, like, 
brown like jumpsuit overalls and underneath is a green kind of like padded shirt with bands and like belts attached to them or not belts what are they called pockets bandolier yeah bandoliers attached to them on the belt side you can see that there are two blasters one on each hip and what looks like an ammo like reload on the back as the individual leans back their form reveals that they are a solstice that kind of fish with the clam head kind of look. Ugh. Is that the flapjack dude that yeah. rides right seat yeah. on the Millennium Falcon? Yeah. Yeah, flapjack the, face. Yep, yeah, they're they're the like that oh. layered skin. Yeah. Um, yeah. with the big like black eyes. I call them clams because that's the easiest way to yeah. like describe them. I always them. thought when they, I was they, a kid that they looked like a bunch of pancakes stacked yeah. on top of them. So. They're like they're like uh, grouper fish. They have that like mm. Okay. Oh, uh, the Sulistin? Yeah, the Sulistin. Yeah, the Sulistin. Okay. You can see that they have, like, a wrench that they were, like, working on in their cockpit. As they turn around to, like, because they hear you approach. Yep. Nah, nah, wait, 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 wait. Hello there. What are you doing? I was sent by Talon. Oh, you must be part of the crew that has come to help me for my mission. Yeah. It is a pleasure to meet you. I am the GU Marshal, Neam Riak. So you are a uni. Uh, yes. I have been with the service for over 20 cycles. Uh, he's essentially, with the collapse, have been, essentially, sounds like from the found, near the founding of the Galactic Union. Right. Let's see. Alright, the rest of my crew should be here soon. What's the job? Ah, I would like to wait for your team to show up, but it is an interesting one. Our two agencies will be working together as he just begins to start going off onto things. Uh huh. We are going to be hunting some interesting individuals. There's a. Yes. I am on the lookout for a group of thieves known as Pulsar. They are. Is this the name of a gang? This is the name of this group together. They are notorious in our regions of space. Let me ask you this. The Galactic Union's no fucking small fry when it comes to the Galactic Stage. What are you doing working with Black Sun? That is a superb question, individual. <laughs> Victus. Ah, Victus. I apologize, sentient. I am Neam Rika. Well, Neam Rika, do you have an answer to the question? That's so superb. That is an excellent question as well, individual. I will not disclose that information at this time. Ne- Very well. Ne- needless to say, what is the saying for the most common galactic basic? I will scratch your back and you scratch mine. I, I, I just nod at him and kind of post up. <laughs> he just like continues to like look at you. I must ask, you have a curious set of robes. Were those handcrafted? I think it would be best if I waited to give that kind of information. As they say, you scratch your back, I'll scratch mine. Ah, I understand. <laughs> he notices your like your bandages. Those bandages, have you received a, a grievous injury? Are you capable to function at full percentage? Oh, this is going to be a long mission. A grievous injury? Are you that old? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he just seems I'll be to... I'll fine. Ah, understood. If, uh, uh, they're taken care of. You guys are coming down the turbo lift. You can see that Victus is talking to the small Solston against this little A-wing ship. So as we walk in, Locke's saying to Grist, like, so what I'm saying, though, is, you know, we have a workbench, you know, in that spare space from, you know, in between the door and the beds there where we can kind of do, you know, weapon modification or you, uh-huh. can, you can kind of work on power couplers or anything uh-huh. or whatever the hell you do for fun. Uh-huh. And we can keep it all out on our side of the room. What do you think about that? I think that's perfect. Yeah. And, and then those two can't use it. It, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'm thinking we'll keep it out of their space, but yeah, oh. they probably won't use it. Oh, I mean, okay. So are we drawing lines? Yeah. We'll, I just we'll, kind of we'll, felt like everything was everyone's. We'll work up some plans when we get back to the room. Don't okay. Worry. Okay. Hey, you don't think they trade us ships for that thing, do you? Is that an A-wing? I don't know, but it doesn't look good. Uh, as you guys are beginning to approach the Solston, you can tell Victus is looking at you. Then, like it, its little head like looks up. Are these individuals that are approaching? Are they belonging to your crew? Uh, no, you should shoot them. I just <laughs> crossed my arms. Under, as it kind of like, oh god. All right, give me, give me. <laughs> shit. God, I, I'm fed up with this dude. <laughs> uh, uh, 
<laughs> Give me a deception check. I want to. Can I intentionally fail it so he realizes the sarcasm? Well, in well my I, voice? I need. I well, let me let me ask this. What is your skill point in, in deception? That's his difficulty. What was that? What is your level of deception? Like how many points? Two you? green. Okay. Okay. So it's just. It would be this. too purple if he was wrong yep. against me. Yep. Okay. Let's see if he can figure out what you, what's going on here. Where's my? Where's I want to counter roll intimidation. Where's Where's my roll bucket? You know, my roll bucket. You can Give, have some from here. Is that what you need? Oh, you know what? No, oh, you I, I, you I covered it with my okay. mini resource box. Let's see what he. Okay, that's not good. Uh, oh, okay, good. No, that's thankfully. As you say that, you're like, no, you should probably shoot him. He's like, understood, and he like quickly goes for his guns, stops. You've made a joke. Ah, ah, ah. As, it's, as it's all in that like wee morning wait, 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 wait. so just like you guys are approaching you just hear wah, 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 as he's kind of like laughing I bet you didn't know I was also a comedian <laughs> like what have we gotten ourselves into oh my goodness no. you think Fictus is oh Fictus is choking we should go watch <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna kind of pick up speed to get over there <laughs> As you guys, Do I notice that Victus's hands are up he, in any way? Victus, how are you no, standing? My arms are, I've been, he's just crossed, leaning up against the A wing. Yeah, lock. It's like ventriloquism. He's he's <laughs> not even making his hands move. Yeah, I will pick up the pace so that we can figure out what's going on here because I'm not sure if I should be stressed out about this or not. Jimothy, what about you? What's I'm your... just following behind the other two. As you guys approach, you see the Solston kind of like stop laughing, like very abruptly, and then do that like raises its hand and like kind of like waves. Hello, sentience. I am GU Marshall Niam Riak. I have recently, I've recently introduced myself to your companion, the sentient Victus. <laughs> he has made a great funny. How are you doing? Welcome to the, welcome to this port. Yes, he does that at times. Shouldn't we be saying that to you? Aren't you welcoming... Shouldn't we welcome you to our port? I mean, didn't you come... I have I haven't arrived... gone that long! I've arrived first, so thus I am the one welcoming you to this port. Ah, okay. What's the mission, Flapjack? Flapjack. My name is Neam Rika. G.U. Marshall, Neam Rika. G.U. Marshall, G.M. Rika. I am not Flapjack. His name keeps changing. Rika, Rika. Sorry, Rika. Rika, sorry. It's Rika. Yeah, so first name, N-E-I. I'm writing it in pen. Don't change it again. Copy that. I'm going to just keep it. My name is Mika Rika. Rika. I just call him Flapjack. I'm already wondering if he's a robot. With all the things that he says, are just weird. Rika's R I A K K E. Rika? Rika. So, what's the job, Rika? Ah, the mission is to go after the thief group Pulsar. They have recently been causing more trouble in our quadrant. We have identified that items that they have on them have a peculiar marking from one of their apprehended individuals. A human by the name Lance Quasar was found dead. He had an encrypted long-range communicator that had a strange oil substance upon it. Upon further analysis of the item, we realized that the oil belongs to a squib. What? <laughs> it wasn't me! Don't look at me! I apologize, sentient grits. It's grist. I apologize, sentient, <laughs> sentient Grizz. <laughs> he yeah, seems close, to, close <laughs> enough. He seems to keep screwing it up. Close enough. Uh, but as I have been made aware, it is your oil on this device. Mine? Yes. Clearly, you sentients are unaware. Squibs produce a unique body oil to themselves, equivalent oh. to a fingerprint. We're aware. I how, did, how did how did Grizz oil get on this land? All right, now Quasar. you're just doing to be a jerk. <laughs> it was not on Quasar. It was on the device he has stolen from our agency many, many, many cycles ago. All right, hang on. Oh hang wait, on. no, that slow means he stole it from me. Slow down, slow down. Lance Quasar, mm -hmm. he works for Pulsars. Yes, correct. You are ac you are accurate in your statement. 
was he killed by your organization or was he found dead already first off he just kind of stares at you for a moment he is a casualty and an apprehension understood oh so he was found dead after you killed him he was resisting arrest ah okay but this equipment which was apparently stolen from the GU yes many cycles ago cycles as in years yes Many cycles ago, was recovered, and somehow this has Gris oil on it. They took it from me. Correct. You are, you Wait, are, that means the GU stole it from me. To nothing I've said is incorrect. These are factual statements. Yes. Please continue. Understood. Thank you for the clarification, sentient Victus. You don't have to preface it with sentient. Understood. Prefaced Victus. <laughs> <laughs> Jimothy is glad he's no longer the weirdest person in the group. <laughs> he, like, seems very sincere in this. He does. He's trying his best. He's making a funny. So, my mission is to find the three remaining members of the gang Pulsar. And Ik Tochi, by the name of Alvarez Zol. As he does, he you see that he pulls out a data pad, punches in a few numbers, and a little hologram appears. Alvarez Soul. Uh, Alvarez Soul. Zol. A L R E S. Zol Z O L. Um, what appears before you in Iktochi, For those who are curious, you can give me knowledge core world. To, to learn specifics, but generally these Against are... two. This would actually be a three difficulty. Itochi are fairly common. They tend to stick to themselves, but what their appearance is, is the individual you're looking at is humanoid in nature. It looks about six feet, maybe a little bit taller. A strong build. The most defining feature is they have the bull horns that come down. So I have a success and a threat. A success and a threat. So remember that threats take strain. What you remember about Itochi is that not a lot of people like to deal with them. They got a bad rap. They're not mean by nature. They're just very reserved, but they can be very vicious. The biggest thing about Itochi, though, that is very important as a species, they are highly force sensitive to the unique ability of they can predict the future in brief moments. They see glimpses into it, which is why a lot of people don't like to be around them because it's kind of hard to like put up with a person who seems to think they know everything that's going to happen. Right. So, hang on, hang on. You've lost me again, Rika. So we have this crew that we need to hunt down, right? You're, this is the first of three. Yes, that is correct. What does this have to do with the piece of equipment that has his oil on it? Yeah! Excellent question. The members of Pulsar have originally stolen items that were being researched, developed, and produced in GU space. Each member, we believe, has a specific item to them. This gang, the Pulsar, are thieves, arms dealers, traffickers, some of the worst scum and villainy that you may have seen. The reason we were able to track them is due to this item found on Lance Quasar containing the oil to your friend here, the squib. And again, it's not just any squibs. You, you, right, wait a minute. So how did you test it against me? I haven't given anyone my oils. You, you give everyone your oils. Yeah, but not, not like, all right, fine, whatever. We were able to test this sample and we created a algorithm as we moved through different planets and areas, testing different squibs that we were able to locate. We found that many came up, well, negative. Uh After we went to a few other planets, we were able to find a large concentration on the planet Lanak, where my presence there was greatly underappreciated. Uh-huh. I was advised by an individual that there was a squib who has recently left service of an individual there. To wait, uh, who was the individual that told you about the individual that left the service of the individual? That, that middle one being me. I swore a promise to not reveal that information. Yeah, but it seems weird that the other person would be telling you because they probably swore a promise. And I think we're getting off track. Information networks work based on a system of trust, just like the trade routes do, just as this business does. Anyone else feel like they trust this guy? 
We don't need trust to do the mission. That's okay, incorrect. So <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. So are you saying that my oils are on all of these things? We believe that to be accurate. <laughs> Why? The group does not tend to... What would I describe? Does not tend to influence themselves with other gangs or initiatives. They are a very insular group, known to attack only high-value targets. We believe, based on what we have been searching, that none of these oils have seemed to have been left over any other areas, meaning that the oil has been sticking to the equipment. So, what are you suggesting it has to do with Grist? Are you suggesting that he helped them acquire these pieces of equipment? Whoa, 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 whoa! I've never worked with any pulsars! He kind of quickly looks to you. That remains to be seen. For the safety of this mission, we would like Grist to be aware with us, and as squibs have a much higher sense to their own olfactory uh, sensors, that's true. We believe he would be better and more precise in targeting these individuals should we find them on planet. I see. All right, so hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not like I can smell me from miles away or anything. You can't? But I mean, is that supposed I mean, to mean? Even I can. I'm sure you could. But <laughs> Just answer the question! We were led to believe through our research with squibs that you could better identify where you were. Our machine can merely tell us when immediately looking at a device in close hand to range. We believe that we need you to find us in a high density area. Bring us to a device that would look suspicious or awkward or belonging to these individuals so we may cross-reference it to our data. So okay. Where, so where are we starting this search then? Excellent question, individual. We are going to the planet Torlis. We believe that this will be Pulsar's next target. You. So wait a sec, you, the, the, the three remaining guys are going somewhere to grab devices that somehow have my oils these on them? These ones don't have you, no, yeah. no, Grist. They, these ones don't have your oil on it. These ones are just new treasures. Ooh. So you're saying that I can touch anything that we get? <laughs> when are we going? I would like to oh, leave God. immediately, but I would also like to make sure that you understand that the two other individuals in, Viv, in Pulsar are to be concerns. I do not want this to be understood as that this is a simple mission. That is why I have come to this organization. We, re we have to rely on Grist for any part of it is probably not simple. Hey! To understand, I want to remind everyone that I am the captain! Since when? Since we got on this ship! Not your ship. As as you kind of see, like the the poor Solston is like sitting there, and it's like nam nam way way, and it's it's like oh by the lunar stars, this group, your disorganization may cause a deficiency in our ex efficiency of this mission. Please conduct yourselves in a in a mission in an assortment that would make the optimal outcome present. You got it. Did anyone you you understood that? Where's the planet? Planet Torlis is in the mid rim region sector of Bothan space. It is four weeks from this asteroid. Are you paying for expenses? Fuel, I mean, specifically. I was advised by your agency that is on your dollar. I will be flying my own A-Wing and we will need you to come in through yours. I see. So it's going to be included in the fee then, understood. Alright. Bothan space, Torless. Four weeks. We'll be flying there together. Will you be meeting us there? Ah, Again, a wonderful question. As he like taps into his data pad, pulls up what looks like a small city plan. Uh, what this looks like is essentially think of like a flower. There's a center like major city complex elevated as the hologram starts from that top down and then flips. It has like a spire, and then around that center is smaller six smaller sections. This is the main city on the planet Torlis. The center structure belongs to the new found banking guild. After the collapse of the Republic, leading into the Empire, money and credits have shifted many hands. Each of these sub-rings contains major syndicate presence. There is the Zan Consortium, the Hut, the Black Sun, the Crimson Dawn, the Pike, and then of course, for new up-and-coming individuals in the crime world, the Freelance Sector. I will be landing in the freelance sector. Of course, my presence as GU is less than desirable. However, your association with the Black Sun can help keep me safe in these regions of space that 
a individual does not have support in. So you want escort on the way there? As you kind of say that, I appreciate the assumption, but for the betterment of it, to show that we are merely, as he looks to the bounty hunter and the rest of you, as you are hired muscle rather than allied individuals, this would also increase your safety and plausible deniability should you be taken, tortured, and made to be turned against me. Farewell. We'll meet you on the planet then. <coughs> Where on the planet in the city do you want to meet? Because we're not going to be landing near you. We will meet in the center sector. The banking guild also includes a casino. We believe that this will be the target of Pulsar. This time of year, the major players from each of the syndicates should be gathering as a convention of peace to pretty much set terms of how the galaxy will be split and run. We believe that they will be bringing rewards, prizes, and treasures to be stored in the banking guild. You believe that's what Pulsar will be after? Yes. They, they are known to be flashy and wish to steal high-value targets. What's the name of this casino? The casino is Galaxy's End. Yes. I do like a good game of chance. Very well, Rika. We'll meet you at Galaxy Galaxy's End in four weeks. Uh, wait, 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 yes. wait, 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 wait. So, are we killing these guys? As you ask that question, Rika stops. No. We wish to apprehend them alive, if possible. However, casualties of apprehension are understandable. Uh, they like are made the, to be stand trial. Like the Lance Quasar guy being dead with your stuff. He kind of like looks at you for a moment. Uh, casualties of war are unavoidable. Okay. That day, sounds like code, guys. Again, I understand that what I'm asking you is difficult as Victus, I'm assuming, is leaving. Who is your data manager? Who should receive the map and information? Please review as you guys, I'm assuming. That's me. No, 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 no. I'm oh, still here. Perfect. That would be me. Uh, he sends you over like pretty much a data packet of essentially the files he has on record of these individuals, their kind of history of crimes, what they've done, and pictures of them so you know what you're looking for. I'll take copies of those, Chris. Yeah, no problem. Well then, is there any further questions? It's kind of all I have, but no. <laughs> I'll turn around and walk away. Well then, have a safe journey, and I will see you at Galaxy's End. All right, so I'm going to pick up speed and catch up with Victus. Gotcha. What about and, you? And walk in his shop. Jimothy? Yeah, we'll just kind of yeah. tidy up at the table. Just and tag along. Head on out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Victus, we're going to the ship, right? Yes. Yes, we are, Chris. All right. He hops into his A-wing as you guys are kind of like riding the turbo lift as everyone kind of like catches up and you're beginning to lift. You see him take off and heads out. Are we all in the turbo lift together? Yeah. So is anyone else concerned with the fact that we're basically working with the cops? I'm more concerned at your involvement with them, but I figured both of those will be resolved at a later date. No, look, it wasn't. I... I have not done those kind of jobs. I mean, for how long? Several. What do you mean for how long? I have never done those kind of jobs. I haven't done those kind of jobs. Not like they're talking. All right. I don't. I don't know how I could be on any of those things. I mean, well, did he ever tell us what it was that the guy had? Um, I, he said they each had unique pieces of equipment that were stolen. Yeah, but I don't remember him telling us what it was. The, the first I've been framed! <laughs> the first one was a, lar- a long-range encrypted communicator. All right, I'm, I might have touched one of those, but I, not in the GU. you got to believe me. We'll find out. I'm sure our answers will be on Torless. <sighs> yeah, maybe. As that takes off and you guys get into your ship... I'm going to upload what he gave me into the yeah. ship's databank so everybody has access to it. All right. Let's get out here. And as your ship takes off... And we have... Um, hmm? uh, what is his name? Pilot. Yeah, pilot. No, pilot. I'm the pilot. It's yeah, our navigator. You're, 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 you're navigator. not the pilot. Yes, you, I am the pilot. No, are you talking about... Are you talking... <laughs> you're talking about Yunari? Yes. Yes, right. Yunari. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There he is. Yep. 
Yep, he'll he'll coordinate and get this in. The great thing is you pretty much have the data packet loaded up, and if you kind of describe this planet, he's like, oh yeah, cool, like it's in this loaded. This this person has a nice collection of files on like where to go, what to do, and what the layout looks like. So. All right, so this is Captain Gris calling to everyone. Are you guys ready to go? Enter that hyperspace. Ibana. Okay, and and out you guys fly. And that is where we will be ending for this week. Oh, wow. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another NCRP Productions podcast. We couldn't do this without you, so please like and subscribe everywhere we're found, including YouTube, Facebook, Anchor, Google, Apple, Spotify, and other great podcast sites. If you'd like to help us continue making more content, we'd love to have your support on our Patreon. And if you have any feedback for us, please feel free to comment on our podcast or email us directly at ncrpproductions at gmail.com. And we'd like to give a special shout out to our current patrons, our Sikhs and Employees of the Month, David I.I., F. S., Michael H., and Michael P. And of course, our Breaker of Seals, Frank H., Christopher C., Matthew K., and The Lab. Trademarked. Thank you all. We truly, truly appreciate it.